Chapter 1. Facts. There are very few things that can kill the buzz of post-sex mellowness. Getting cold-cocked in the side of the head by a pair of knuckles that felt like they were encased in steel ranks right at the top of the list. My ears rang from the blow as my head snapped around from the force. I would have reacted, but an uppercut had my chin flying back and my skull ringing solidly against the brick wall behind me. Now I was seeing stars and swallowing blood. Not like these guys cared about a fair fight, but eventually I was going to get my wits back, and there was going to be hell to pay. I spit out a mouthful of blood and took the cigarette the guy who had inflicted the blows offered me. Long time no see, Bax. I lifted a hand and worked my jaw back and forth to see if it was broken. Nothing ruined a mellow, post-orgasm mood like dealing with a bunch of clueless idiots and the thought of losing some teeth. How did you find me? I blew out a stream of smoke and leaned back against the wall of the apartment building I had just exited. The copper taste of blood was tangy on my tongue. I made sure it landed on my assailant's wingtips when I spit out another mouthful. Five years is a long time for a man to go without. He lifted his eyebrows and flexed those hands I knew from experience were capable of far worse than a little smackdown. No pussy, no booze, no blow, no fast cars, and no one who gives a shit who you are. I know you, kid. I knew the first thing you would want when you got out was tail. I gave Roxy a heads up to call me when you came knocking. He was wrong. The first thing I went looking for was the fast car. Granted, I used it to haul ass to a sure thing I knew wouldn't say no, but still. Pussy came after a quality ride. So you took it upon yourself to make sure my welcome home sucked as much as possible? If I know Roxy, and I do, you don't have anything to complain about. His merry band of thugs all chuckled and I just rolled my eyes. There was a reason Roxy was a sure thing, and not just a sure thing for me, even though I had been out of commission for the last five years. I'm not here for me. Novak wants to see you. Novak. The name made normal men shake in fear. It usually only came up when people were talking about murder, mayhem, and general discord on the streets. He was ruthless. He was cold-blooded. He was untouchable and a legend in the point and beyond it. In the shadows and back alleyways, he was king. Nobody crossed him. No one walked away from him. No one dared defy him. No one except for me. I wanted to see Novak as well, but I wanted to do it on my terms. I finished the cigarette and put it out under the sole of the heavy black boots I had on. I was a lot bigger now than when I had gotten locked up. I wondered if these guys had bothered to notice. Living a life full of booze, drugs, and easy girls, no matter how young and active you were, isn't a recipe for healthy living. Getting all that unceremoniously yanked away changes not only how a man lives mentally, but also what he becomes physically, be it by choice or not. I don't want to see Novak. At least not right now. My ears had finished ringing, 
and all I had now was a splitting headache. These guys didn't have the element of surprise anymore, and if they wanted to push the issue, it was going to get bloody and ugly really fast. I didn't care even if I knew the goons were more than likely packing. The guy who had delivered the blows just stared at me while I stared back. I wasn't some scared kid anymore who wanted to belong, who wanted these guys to be impressed. Sacrificing five years of your life for a bunch of bullshit has a way of leaving a mark on a guy. Novak should have known that. Race is missing. Now that had the desired effect. My eyes narrowed and my shoulders tensed. I pushed off the apartment building and ran rough hands over my shorn hair.